everybody. Welcome back to the Ike Live show, live from the Bassmaster Classic. And uh, my lovely co-host has just stepped out and been replaced by the big cheese, the head honcho. Another lovely ghost. <laughs> lovely. Very lovely. But uh, we're, I appreciate you taking the time to be with us. Here with us is Jerry McInnes, the head of the Bass Angler Sportsman Society, the man that puts this all together. Well. Really appreciate you being here with man, us. Man, I'm, uh, I'm, it's, it's an exciting day. It's mm. ex- an exciting week. Uh, it looks like Ike would stop doing what he's doing and come in and be with us, but we'll have, we'll have to let that go, I guess. Well, he's a little tied up right now, <laughs> and we're going to talk about that because as we speak, our boy Mike Iaconelli is leading the Bassmaster Classic with about a 22-and-a-half-pound stringer, and uh, he's got a couple of six-pounders in his bag, and he's looking really, really good right now, so I think we might have to let him continue on his we'll, path. We'll let it slide this time. <laughs> well, I tell you, you did a lot of work, and we're, we're sitting here in Houston, Texas, at what we think is going to be probably the definitive event in the sport of bass fishing. Uh, man, I, you put it all together, and I know it must have been stressful, but here we are. Uh, you got to feel pretty good about what you pulled off here. Well, yeah, you, you know, we we started working on this months ago, as you can imagine. Sure. And uh, uh, we wanted to come to Houston. We want that was the reason why we ended up having two elite events early. Was because this was the only week. This was the only window we had to why? take okay. the classic to Houston. Yeah, a lot of people were about to hang me for <laughs> having those two events but that was the reason i, I wanted you. that event in houston and so we got it and uh and then we've been working ever ever since then uh, at everything uh, to, to try to realize what the potential is here i mean to make it happen and because uh, like like you said i think this could possibly be the most important maybe maybe not the biggest but maybe the biggest, but the, but the most important fishing event that there's ever been. Um, when we weigh the first fish in tonight in the infield of the of Minute Maid Park, a Major League Baseball field, when we weigh when we weigh the first fish in, I feel like we did it. Right. <laughs> we we set the bar right then and there uh, to where everybody, not just bass, everybody has something to reach for, and and that's why I'm. You know, it would really be neat if we set some records in in numbers in the, at the weigh-in and in the expo and and maybe numbers as far as the fish catch goes. But the most important thing is, I think. We set that bar up there, and and now we've got something to shoot for. So taking another step. To I, I I hope because our doggone our sport is a great sport. I'm, I'm I know I'm preaching to the choir here, but it, we we have a great sport, and sometimes it's really hard to express that out there to the public that don't know us. Mm-hmm. And in in order for us to get somewhere. 
we have to expose ourselves to people that don't that don't know us that don't know we have to take a chance we get bombed here and it would have really been painful but as it is we're going to show this off to a lot of folks who are going to say huh well, i'll be darned this is pretty cool yeah maybe maybe my boy here ought to get yeah. into that you know that, well that's exciting and it's interesting that you say that because uh I, I interviewed a lot of the anglers that are in the uh in the classic this week and shaw grigsby was one and he complimented you greatly i think in your in your willingness to try and to do new things and try to push the envelope uh, new ways to cover the sport and um, is very very complimentary coming from a man that's that's been competing on your tournament trail for probably 40 years now. Yeah, that's very nice of Shaw. That, that means a lot. And and that's not the only one. Uh, now a lot of guys did co- criticize the two tournaments before the classic. They're like, "What's Jerry doing? We hate that." Yeah. You know, but now I didn't know uh, why you did that. Yeah. And, uh, of course, the folks now know why that was done. And uh, it's important, Houston being such a massive city, such an important city in the sport of fishing. The fourth largest con- uh, city in the country, man. Saying it's going to be number two here in yeah. short order, growing yeah. in leaps and bounds. And it's sitting on a hotbed of bass fishing, right. you know, like no other. But, uh, but it's really great, and I appreciated him saying that And to me. And I also saw something that I wanted to uh, talk to you about. I, I, I didn't hear it. I read the story on Bassmaster about Gerald Swindle's um, acceptance speech or for the Angler of the Year title. And he, and he went out of his way to compliment Bass for building that platform uh, for him to be able to do this and all the rest of us to be able to do this. That had to make you feel something special. Uh, it really did. And, and, and incidentally, his, his ex- acceptance speech was uh, over the top. It was, it was, how many times have you ever been amongst a bunch of uh, 50, 60, 80 bass fishermen and some of them crying? <laughs> but anyway, that was very nice of him to say that. And, and you know, Pete, we're, we're trying to do that. I don't. I, I'll be very honest, the, because uh, you know we want we want to be successful. You know, as individuals, we all want to be successful. I don't think bass fishing, or bass b a s s, can be successful until we get to the point where the fishermen are really successful. We haven't got there yet, but we're making strides. Right. And and at least, like you say, we're building a platform. Uh, you know, everyone wants to say, well, is, is thinking, well, why don't you lower the entry fees and, and raise the, that's not it. That's not it. Let's build a platform where these guys can get in front of Shell and get in front of this uh, Coca-Cola and Mountain Dew and, and get somewhere. You know, that's where it's at. Not in entry fees and and uh, uh, purses, it really is. Well, you guys are certainly built. You're the you're the big giant. You've built a wonderful platform. Uh, everybody watches. You know, I mean, Bassmaster is where it's at. I've won uh, tournaments on a couple different circuits, and when I've won on the Bassmasters, people come out of the woodwork yeah. to email me to you know reach out to me. Um, and you've done a wonderful job, and 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 you really have. You created, a, even though I've stepped down off of the tour, I still it's creating an opportunity for me 
to continue to work in this industry. Yeah. And so I appreciate what you're doing. Well. And, and you've done great things. And I think probably, I think maybe one of the definitive things that's happening right now is live. Oh, wow. And, you know, we have uh, Mark Jeffries over there working with us with Bass Talk Live. Uh, the podcast, the web shows are, are really, um, you know, exploding into this sport. And no more than Bassmaster Live. I mean, the, the coverage of Bassmaster Live is just exceptional. It's, um, first of all, it's addictive. It is. <laughs> if you get to watching it, you can get you're, in trouble. You're not cutting the grass. You're not taking care of the honeydew list. I know what that's like. But, uh, but it, again, it's given, it's given a great opportunity to expose our fishermen, uh, not just them putting a fish in the boat or, or setting a hook, other things. It's, it's, it's allowing you to kind of get in their mind a little mm-hmm. bit. You know, some of them are quiet. Some of them talk pretty well uh, about what's going on, but but it gives you a feel of, of what they're going through, and and I and I think that's really important. That's the story. I mean, it's it's a pressure cooker. Having lived it myself, I feel it. Like when they miss a fish, I'm right. I'm watching this, and I I, I feel that emotion. Yeah. Uh, and Pete, let me, uh, let me give you a, an incredible example here. I was watching live. Maybe it was two hours ago now. I was watching live. Mike had caught one really good fish, and he had one small one. He had, I don't know, seven or eight pounds. And he was ready to leave. He was going to leave that place. Now, normally, you we wouldn't know that. We right. wouldn't know what was going on there. But he was ready to leave, and he said so. And he didn't. He, he said, I'm going to stay for just a little longer. And so he told us right. what was in his mind. Well, he catches about a four-pound fish, and and he's made a good decision, which, as you know, is the most important thing out there is making a decision Absolutely. right or wrong. If he'd have left, no telling what would have happened. He stayed. That four-pounder made him stay longer. He caught another four-pounder. He uh, he ended up now, you know, as, as you said, he's got over 20 pounds. And if you were watching, you can see his boat's still in the same darn place as it was <laughs> when it, when he started. So without live, we wouldn't know that story. Absolutely. And, it, and it's, it's uh, to talk about Mike a little bit, I thought that was amazing fortitude for him to fish to win. Like he's, you know, he exhibited, he could have bailed and gone and got his, tried to get his limit. Yeah. Tried to do something else, but you can see his maturity. You can see, you know, how he's developing as an angler, and um, and he was able to stay and continue to try to compete to win. But something else showed up. I don't know if you saw this, but there's also a lot of controversy that shows up on Bassmaster oh, sure, Live. Sure, absolutely. And we, we saw some uh, observers kind of get in get in the area where Mike was fishing. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, there was a little bit of controversy, and you could see Mike's blood pressure oh my. going up, and uh, he held it together. He was he was actually doing self-talk to try to calm himself down. Just calm down, just calm down. But um, but I think, hmm. and rightfully so, I thought I heard them comment on Bassmaster Live that a lot of the spectators really don't they don't understand what the pros are fishing, and they really don't understand that they are maybe in the way in certain scenarios. Right. So you have to be a little forgiving, I think, 
as anglers and, and allow them to get in there. Yeah, you, you would think so. You would think so. Um, but uh, first of all, I'm really proud that uh, Ike held it together. <laughs> uh, and, and it's kind of funny because these guys have, have now started fishing, started practicing, and started fishing knowing that spectators are part of the game now. Right, and you know they hope that somebody isn't going to pull in there and start fishing, but they have to practice and and be prepared for that. I, I think a lot of a lot of the uh, big problems is that when they leave places, people come in there and start fishing. Well, then that's pretty much the end of that spot for them the rest of the week. Right. Uh, so they've got to have multiple. Uh, spots to go to, and that didn't used to be. So it's a whole it's changing. It is. It's it's a whole new strategy. But but still, with all that going on, there's some people watching that that don't know the sport that well, and they've they're they, it's got to be piquing their interest a little bit. Sure. And that's what we're after. And I think it's definitely doing it, and I'm seeing it. But I do have to. I got a bone to pick with Bassmaster Live, I was walking in and I saw Z, um, they were, you know, working last night, getting ready for the show, and they had like six producers, they had lighting, they had makeup, they had writers, and, you know, I'm a little upset, I get a carpenter over there that hands me a mic and says, go, for Ike Live, I think it's a little unfair. I think we got to step up our game a little. Well, first of all, we're firing C today. This, this will be his last day. But, but and you heard you heard it right here on Mike Live. Breaking news. <laughs> Breaking news. No, that that that's funny. But they do they do an amazing job, and I really uh, Davy's insight with all of his wins has been a great addition, and uh, and of course Z is just he's special in the way that he covers it and makes it. You know, yeah. palatable for everybody and watching. Then, and then, of course, Tommy Sanders is incredible because you don't even know he's here. Yeah. And that's what he's supposed to be. As they, he's kind of the the glue. The, yeah, the glue, and and you're not supposed to hardly remember his name. Yeah. Well, he's they do an amazing job, and well, uh, and well, we really enjoy watching it. And uh, we'll keep criticizing on <laughs> Ike Live, and that's our job. We'll keep that's doing that. good. But, uh, but I noticed on my way in here, it was something special. As I walked through the lobby, I noticed all the banners of all the former classic champs. Wasn't that neat? I thought that was celebrating. I mean, how important is that to you to celebrate the legacy of the sport, you know, all those anglers and all those great events? Uh, how important do you think that is to continue to grow our sport? Well, well first of all, I've... Where I came in the door, I kind of got the tail end of them, and I stopped and went all the way up to the end and walked down through there because I wanted to see that. Wow. That, that was really yeah. neat. And and I, I love the history of the sport. I was, <clears throat> back when I was doing my television show in, the, in 1970, um, Billy Murray worked for me. He, he was a cameraman, and we traveled together all over. Billy was with me for 16, 18 years, or not. Uh, but and so we we monitored, monitored it just by telephone the first classic, and of course his brother won it. Wow! And and so that that always you know I always feel really good about that. I'm real close about uh, close with Rick Klun, and I'm just in awe of his history. 
throughout bass fishing, and and the the history is is very important to me, and I think it's a big part of how we grow. I agree. It's emotional to me, you sure. know, except for my name's not up on one of those banners. <laughs> I'm not done yet, but we're still trying. But it, it is. It's, uh, I saw Ike's banner when we walked under there in 2003. I walked under the banners of the classics that I fished, and, uh-huh. and Davey won one of them, and I think Dion won really, one Davey, of them. In New Orleans? Uh, yeah, in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. I fished that one. I fished the one at Logan Martin that that Dion won under uh, or fishing under the docks under there. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's it's really – I think that's a great part of the sport. And I really appreciate that you keep that going. I think that's key. But, uh, but we've got uh, – We've got a lot going on in our sport, and you talked about building the platform and uh, making a room for for guys to grow. Um, but you know, there are still some fishermen out there that are that are still battling to make a living at this sport, uh, accruing sponsorships and 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 fishing for winnings. Um, what do you think? I mean, what what can we do to help make that better for them? What do you have plans? What are the plans for bass as we move forward? Well, I tell you what, I. <clears throat> The, our opens are getting getting stronger. Our uh, our uh, uh, nation is getting bigger and stronger. All the lower tiers are growing and 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 doing very well. And my thought about all that it, at the beginning six years ago, seven years ago, when I first came aboard, was let's make let's make this elite so good. Yeah. That everything trickles down and makes all these other things strong. So that's that's what I've I, I, I put a lot of emphasis on the elites, but I'm thinking about the others as a, as I'm doing it. But I don't you know I don't have an answer as to how we make it better for the other guys. I will say this: if you look at the other sports, <clears throat> of course I played minor league baseball. That's right. I'm, I remember for, reading that in your book. For, yeah, for several years, I was a minor league baseball player. And it was tough. Mm-hmm. It was horrible. I mean, wasn't making any money. And, and try, you know, and I think about that a lot now when, when someone asked me this question that you asked me a minute ago, that that, that, that problem is not necessarily in just one sport. Right. All of them have a whole bunch of people down here. They're trying so hard to make it. And they just need a break. And they, you know, just, uh, so I, I, I don't know. I don't know if there's a real answer to that. It's just that the guys that, the, the guys that really have the talent and can endure are going to get there. Right. And right. they're going to get a shot at it. That's what I think. <laughs> Well, it, it certainly is. Having lived it myself, and it's uh, you know, it's a challenge to make it. I mean, just like you said, in any major league sport, I yeah. mean, it, it's hard to be at the top and maintain it and right. uh, and do that kind of stuff. But we are seeing a lot of the guys that are super successful, like we see it with Kevin and Ike and Ski, Skate Race and, and Hackney and, now and, and Ger- Swindle Gerald. and Gerald. I feel like. Every year we like build another one or two guys that that we the platform right. that we talked about helped them kind of get over the hump and and if we can just keep doing that you know well I hope you can and I hope 
you have a classic on the Delaware River sometime soon. <laughs> what do you think the chances of that are? <laughs> well, probably pretty slim. But, but I loved the event we had on the Delaware River. That was great, wasn't it? It was fantastic. I hope we do another event up there someday. Oh, uh, because it was primarily because of the fans and the people up there. Right. They were they were so much that that was so much fun. Well, yeah, we and you know we're having on the Ike Foundation. I would like to invite you if you're free to come up. We have our pro am uh, classic there where we generate you know revenue for rods and reels for the kids, where we generate scholarships, and that's going to be in the Delaware in July. Well, I mean, I buy. I appreciate the invitation. I could maybe get in on that. Well, maybe you'll draw out with me. I took second place last time. All right. We're getting first. <laughs> We're getting first this time. But, uh, but no, it, it's great being here at the Classic, and I'm excited to see what develops. Who do you think is going to win this tournament? Oh, man. Anybody that says, anybody that has a guess, it is truly a guess. Uh, <laughs> You know, at this moment, you'd be kind of crazy to not uh, bet on Ike. He's got a lead. Uh, but the guys that And are, he has won. Or he has top ten here at the Texas Bass Classic. Yeah, so uh, he's been there. More than a couple times here. Uh, the guy before the tournament started, uh, it would have been, I think it would have been hard to not bet on Keith Combs. Right. But now, at least the last I heard, he wasn't doing very well. So, I... I you know, I, this is said a lot. You can't win the classic on the first day, but you can lose it on the first day. Yep. And if Ken gets way behind, uh, then that then that'll be pretty that'll be bad. But Kevin Kevin's right there in a in striking distance, and and uh, I you know I'll bet you I'd have to bet on Ike or, or Kevin. Well, well, Kevin. He's won four times, right? Yeah. You know, he's got a lot of experience there, and uh, it's going to be interesting to see how it, it all, sure is. all plays out. I love that pattern, throwing a jerk bait for a largemouth this yep. time of year and doing yep. what he's doing. That's pretty exciting to watch. It and sure of course, is. Uh, of course, we're pulling for Ike for sure. Wow. Well, uh, you know, we, we hope he can pull it out here at uh, well, I'm, I'm, second. Well, I'm rooting for uh, Ike as well. But when I get done here, i got to go over to that uh, to the – uh, Bass Pro booth and be on their t- TV show, and so I'll automatically start being for Kevin over there. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, I guess I guess you got to walk that line. But, That's right. But oh, you know what I'm seeing? I'm seeing a lot of kids here at the at the outdoor show. Hey, we had a thousand kids out here at the, at the youth center. Is that right? Yeah, they were they were coming in on buses. Uh, the they got them out of school. And, and they got the day off school to come. They closed and, schools. Well, they call this a field trip. Oh, and so we were getting, you know, there were three or four or five buses we'd bring in, and we'd have 300 kids. Mm-hmm. And then we'd take them through all the steps out there, and then they'd take them back, and then another 300 would come in. So that's what you're seeing here. A lot of these kids are in there. Right? And all told, I'm... I'm 
I may be exaggerating, but I think there's probably going to be a thousand kids out there. Wow, isn't that, that great? That is great. It's great. It's great to see. It's great to see the school supporting it. We're we're seeing the high school programs at the Bass University. We're we're seeing the high school and the college programs that are oh, man. As, as Larry Nixon, one of the all-time greats, just happens to yeah. walk by our booth here just now. But uh, but the high school and the and the college programs are just exploding. Yeah, and that's something almost out of control. Yeah, because they're they're ex- they really are exploding on their own. It isn't like we've done something special. We we have, but you know, there's a lot of organizations that are helping it, obviously. But a lot of them are just taking off on their own, and that that never happened before. Right. Oh, I'm, I think we should all be proud of that. Well, I think so, and I, you know, I hope we can keep it going. I know it's going to keep going with that. I, I think our sport has a lot of upward mobility. I hope that we can achieve some great heights starting here in Houston by yeah. uh, by setting the bar a little bit higher. Yep. And I appreciate you building that platform, and uh, yeah, I really appreciate you taking the time to uh, to yep. be with us here all night. Oh, that, that this is fun. I, I wish you guys all the success in the world. I wish you'd come back and fish with us again. Come well, on out of retirement. Hey, I'm fishing the Opens every year. I'm try. I'm going to win one. I almost won Champlain this year. I know year. you did. I know try, you did. I'll be trying to get back to the class. But if, but if you qualified for the elites, would you go that far? That's where you're going to stumble. I, I, have, I have qualified <laughs> three times. I know. I, and I have opted out. But mainly, you know why that is? I got a little boy who's seven years old right now. And... Uh, you know, my priorities have shifted and changed up a little yep. bit right now. Well, there's still plenty of time. Yeah, I'm, I'm still a young man. You yeah, you betcha. I just you saw betcha. Larry Nixon. He's 105 years yeah, old. Yeah, I know, and I'm 108. <laughs> <laughs> Larry can still win any turn. Oh, yeah. And, and we've got a we've got another guy that we're going to be talking to. Before you go, I just wanted to bring up and see if you remembered what you and Roland yeah. Ate at the Last Supper. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, <I'm, laughs> we're going to be interviewing him later. Uh, but, uh, I've, you've got to have some stories about Roland. Well, over you the know, years. I, I, man, I, I remember I, Roland was on my show and we fished in Lake Okeechobee. Um, caught, caught two or three or four really big bass. And that was before he moved down there and had a, got a boat dock and all that. Yeah. Okeechobee was new to both of us. I don't think either one of us had ever been on it. That, that might have been, eesh, that was probably in the 70s, I guess. And uh, uh, like I told you earlier, I've, I was fishing in a bass uh, event on Toledo Bend. That was his first, and he was in the tournament, mm-hmm. and that was his first tournament. And it, at the end of the day, I was leading the tournament, which was the only time I ever, That's ever led a tournament. But I bombed after that. Roland ended up, I think, in about fourth place, and his career, of course, went through the roof from that it, point. It did. Well, and it did go through the roof. But I tell you, Roland was no stranger to controversy. And he had he had a lot of trouble. Uh, Ike is no stranger to controversy, and we're seeing we're seeing some young guys like Jacob Wheeler and uh-huh. some others that are uh, that are battling some of these things. Do you, they've they've really created a lot of rules for bass. Yeah. Over the years. <laughs> yeah, they have. <laughs> some of them we call a Roland Martin rule. <laughs> that's not that's not true. I was just kidding. Him. Uh, but uh, yeah. It's about pushing the limits, I guess, in competition is what's going on out there. Well, uh, 
you know, I think in, in as far as Basque's concerned, I, I think I think we got a we're getting closer and closer if we're not already there to uh, patrolling ourselves about like the golfers do. Right. And and uh, I, and and to get to make the elites is so difficult and so valuable when you do get there. Boy, you you better you better toe the line. Right. And I think most of them are doing that. Right. So. Well, well, it's it's exciting to see that controversy is exciting to see on Bassmaster Live, and we'll be watching. Hopefully, Mike will be pulling this one out. But I want to thank you again. Great show. We're looking forward to how Houston works out. I wish you the best of luck. Thanks, and uh, and I'll see you on the open. You never know. Might see yep. you back on the Elite sometime. One of these days. Well, maybe you send me an invitation okay. one of these times. No okay. entry fee. All <laughs> expenses paid. <laughs> oh. No deal? <clears throat> no. Don't hold your breath on that one. <laughs> hey, thank you for having me. I really, really appreciate you guys. Thank you. Thank you, sir. And we're going to take a break. We're going to be back a little bit with more Ike Live right after this.